So you're basically telling me that any time is the right time to have a sizzle reel made. Like you might just have footage you're sitting on. It's progress over perfection, mm -hmm. you know? If you have that mindset, like, oh, I, ha I have to wait until I get this or I get that, you may never get to it. And what I learned in the business is what matters is consistency and practice and letting the kind of the market tell you what you need to do next mm -hmm. by putting stuff out there and building experience and confidence in yourself, which the only way to do that is to put yourself out there. How are entrepreneurs like us daring bravely to build a stage, ditch the sweatpants, and step up to the mic? How do we create our own transformative events so we can get our message out into the world in a bigger way that's not only profitable, but it's actually something we can be proud of? That's the question. And the answers are inside this podcast. My name is Sarah Pfeiffer. Welcome to Green Room Central. Today I brought into Green Room Central Studios Todd Kerbari, founder and CEO of Inspiro Studio, a full-service creative production agency based in Los Angeles, California. For the last 20 years, Todd has leveraged his filmmaking experience and storytelling expertise to inspire thought leaders, rock stars, authors, and athletes to think beyond the brand shot list and to vision the arc of the story they wish to create for their brands, ultimately to consider what inspired action they want their clients, customers, readers, and fans to take. Todd, welcome to Green Room Central Studios. Say hello to Lynchpin Nation. Hi, Sarah and Lynchpin Nation. Uh, I'm so excited that you're here today because I feel like this is two years in the making to get you onto this show. I'm so excited that we get to tap into your expertise because you have been in the uh, event world as long as I have and have so much to share with us. And I know we could go so many different directions, but I want to go today deep on sizzle reels because you're so, so good at it. And I thought perhaps where we get started would be just for those who may not know, I mean, they've probably experienced one or two or a dozen, but can you just tell us what is a sizzle reel kind of at its core? Sure. So to me, a sizzle reel is like a hype video that's concise and it's, you know, super engaging. It shows the essence of the product or service or event. And it really gives you that feeling um, accelerated or even elevated of what it might be like to be there, you know, in person. Yeah. So good. Or experience this, the product or service, you know? So basically just, yeah, the video that sells the next event. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 selling the brand and it's it, depending on the purpose of it. Yeah, we have different variations where some are a little more general to sell the overall uh, business or service. And then there's others that are like, hey, this is a video with the 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 end game or the outcome is to get people to the next event mm. and make them want to be there. Mm -hmm. I suppose another another version of a sizzle reel is selling a speaker, someone who wants to get on stages, right? Exactly. And and for most speakers, you know, they're they're trying to create something that is you know tapping into the essence of their greatness and making them, you know, bigger and better than, than the experience itself. So, you know, we're, we're all normal people. And if you're going to an event, there's highs and lows and there's different vibes throughout the entire day or depending on the, the segment or section of the, the video or what, what, what we're doing. So with a sizzle reel or hype video, you want to just be, pulling those great moments and those, those special um, qualities uh, or share those special qualities of the speaker so that, you know, someone watching it doesn't have to kind of uh, guess or, you know, fill in the gaps of like what, what some of the great moments may be. It's like, it's there in your face, you feel it, you see it, 
and you you want to be around that person. Mm. Love that. Uh, so today I want to go deep on the sizzle reels that you produce to get people into an event. And what I want to know next is when is the right time to have a sizzle reel made? How does a business know if it's like their next right action is like, hey, we got to we got to bring in somebody and film this one to sell the next one? Yeah, so for me, I'm very kind of tapped into the video, the video's um, purpose is usually to elevate or uh, convert business, Yeah, you know, make speakers or producers money so they can fuel the dream, fuel the messaging, fuel the, the, the building of a, of a bigger company that can reach more people. Right. So I think the tool itself is immediately like, so you might not have the best sizzle reel, uh, in terms of all the coverage and footage you need, but the minute you have anything like I've, I've made sizzle reels for people that I didn't even shoot where they just had the random footage that they've acquired, you know, up to the point of talking to me and they're talking to me about making a sizzle reel. And I say, well, we can work with what you have. And then we could continue to update that, you know, because again, the sizzle reel gets you on stages. The sizzle reel gets you more business. Mm -hmm. So you can, get on a phone or a zoom call and you can talk and sell yourself and try to let them know, Hey, I'm going to be great. And this is what I do, but there's nothing better than actually showing them a sample of you doing your thing. Right. So, and a, and a, and a, a video or, or the sizzle can, can always be updated, you know? So I always look at it like, uh, on an update where, where the, you know, where's the weakest link? Let's, let's remove what we thought at one point was our, our worst footage or are not our best moments. And let's take that out and then let's up level it by starting there. Let's put the new footage there. And then you're, you're constantly, you know, elevating the quality, uh, and the production value as you get new footage. Oh, that so, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. The, and, and I was going to say, you know, um, my background before I was even in this space, I, I started in the entertainment business and I was a production assistant on music videos and commercials. And in, in, in that experience, I saw, you know, what they were doing to tell these really hyped uh, short stories, you know, in, in a short format. Um, and like, that's, that's where I learned. That was my stomping ground mm -hmm. of, of learning, um, how to make, uh, you know, an exciting, entertaining, really, uh, colorful and beautiful product, you know? So I took that experience. And when I went in the speaker space, I think that was what my edge was where you're kind of in a corporate semi-corporate world mm -hmm. where, a lot of things are kind of dronish and mellow and, and conservative because nobody wants to step out right. of the box or offend anybody or do whatever. And I was like, no, 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 let's make this thing exciting. Let's get wild. Let's make you look like a rock star. Mm -hmm. let's, let's use our, our favorite music that goes with your brand, mm -hmm. that makes you feel good, that makes your people kind of get a feel for your personality. And let's make it fast cuts. Let's do some cool editing and let's do some good setups that, that – you know, make it different. Yeah. And I think that was where, what people liked was what I was bringing in from another industry to kind of add some color to what most people think is kind of like a talking head business, you know? Right. Which I don't, which I personally am not a big a fan of myself. Um, I do it and I still try to make my lighting and my, and my, uh, my production, you know, top notch so that it feels like we're doing something bigger than just, you know, put up a key light and, and roll. But 
that's just my taste. And I, I try to bring that to everything that I'm doing. Right. So you're basically telling me that any time is the right time to have a sizzle reel made. Like you might just have footage you're sitting on. It's progress over perfection, mm -hmm. you know? If you have that mindset, like, oh, I, I have to wait until I get this or I get that, you may never get to it. And what I learned in the business is what matters is consistency and practice and letting the kind of the market tell you what you need to do next mm -hmm. by putting stuff out there and building experience and confidence in yourself, which the only way to do that is to put yourself out there. So if you're not putting yourself out there, you're delaying success of what your potential could be. Right. So for me, because I make the product, I'm not going to tell people, oh, let's not, you know, do anything. No, no. I'm going to push people to do things and make videos and do sizzles and highlight reels and recaps and replays. Yes you know, because that's what we do. So I believe in it and I see the sooner you do it and get started on it, the more you can learn more about yourself and your brand and what you're really trying to do. You don't have to know everything out the gate, you know. You learn so much more by putting it out there, getting the feedback and reflecting on your own um performance or delivery or process and and constantly updating and upgrading and and and, and building Let, building a foundation that you can um, expand let's, on. So let's talk about that kind of foundation piece because I know a lot of people probably know that bringing someone like you into their event to film a sizzle reel for the first time is a significant investment. It could be upwards of five figures. And I'm wondering if our listeners would be questioning, well, how long is the shelf life of one of these videos? And do we need to film a new one every year? Is this something, is this a line item I need to put in the budget every single year? And I have a hunch people might be surprised by the answer. What would you tell us? Yeah, yeah I, would, I would say, well, that, that comes up like all the time. Really? And, you know, having experience in the business and being around a lot of uh, high-level speakers and influencers and business owner entrepreneurs and whatnot, experts say, I, I started to kind of la laugh a little bit about that because everybody's talking about the big dreams and the money and the like, okay, I want to make, you know, lots of money or millions of dollars, or we're going to sell this many products at this price. It's, we got an offer and we got this and we have all these things going on. And then, then they, the one thing that could help them achieve all that they're not willing to invest in mm. it or they're really, like you're saying, nervous about it. And I find that funny because uh, it's to me, it's the first thing you should be doing. If you expect those results, you need broad reach and you cannot yourself be everywhere all the time, but your video can. Your video can be- um, Working for you 24 seven. <laughs> and yeah, while you sleep, People can be watching your video um, late at night or in another country, you know. Uh, so it can do things that you just can't physically and it can make them make you look even better. So if you're looking for that success and you want the results, the first thing you should invest in is quality marketing material that is going to get more eyeballs on what you do. Okay, so... Yes. When I make a video, I'm not saying that we should make a video for every little thing you do. It's like, no, 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 let's, let's make this flagship product that represents the product or service or yourself. And then we're going to not have to redo it every time you have an event or because a lot of these events are very similar. Mm -hmm. You change the crowd, mm -hmm. you change maybe the location. Um, and in some cases, I've had people want me, let's say we do a, a, a retreat in North Carolina, 
and then there's another one on the West Coast in San Diego. So yeah, that's going to look a lot differently, and there might be a different vibe. Mm -hmm. One might be a mountain retreat, another one yeah, in Utah, another one's a beach mm -hmm. thing in Diego. So yeah, in those cases, you want the footage and you want the memories, and you could make separate products, which we which we've done, but for the most part, most of them are, are, are templates that are repeating at the same place, or if it's not the same place, it's in a ballroom in a different location that you wouldn't even know where it is. Yeah. So the stage, the set, the, 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 uh, material and the, um, the production itself is, uh, a rinse and repeat because it's, you know, it's what, the the, business is offering right but they're doing it once or twice a year you know year in year out so what we do is we make that first video we go all in and then you're going to have a video that i'm i'm hoping has a shelf life of you know say two to four years right and what we do is that we then just upgrade it we update it and as we get better stuff it's a much smaller investment along the way to just make it a little bit better or change the things that we didn't like. Or, you know, in some cases I've had people, you know, look a little bit differently. And, and, and so they want some of that old footage out and put in the new yeah. current version of themselves mm -hmm. or, or whatever, or the updated product. So it might be a bigger investment in the beginning, but the investment kind of, kind of goes down while your business is going right. up. So to me, it's a no brainer to make that investment and then watch your numbers go up and then you just have to kind of, you know, trickle in some more investment to the product when you see fit. But a good video has, has legs, a good video. And, and, and as we know, when you're in it and you're in the business, we know like time goes by like next thing you know we're halfway through the so year and next thing you know you're like wow we're coming around just like right now yeah 2024 we're all gearing up for a new fresh year and it's like where did the time go and the videos that we're we're using um for 2024 are fresh as ever you know we might look at them and go okay what do we need to do no we don't need to update this time maybe next time and then we and then we talk about what are we going to shoot on the next event that we don't have or what do we need to tell the story a little bit more clearly than we, we have our currently. So things like that. So what I'm hearing is, it's all about creating a relationship with your videographer and investing in, in the beginning and then creating that strong relationship so that you're kind of, checking in frequently to know like do we need to record some new sure. pieces swap out some pieces sure well that's that's my that's my business model i don't look at one-offs i don't look at jobs as one-off job situations yeah. I, I i look at everything as a relationship yes. that i if i'm meeting someone and having a meeting with them in my mind i'm expecting to be working with them and seeing them and talking to them in five years yes. and in 10 years that's that's just a way i approach yep. it so the conversation for me is always going to be about what we're doing now and what we're going to do in three months six months next year you know I, I i walk them through the vision of what i'm thinking because a lot of the clients they don't have the same creative vision or mindset right. that 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 I have to do what I do because they do something totally right. different. And when they're talking their language sometimes or what they do, I'm kind of <laughs> like that stuff's going over my head, but I, I love it because I'm learning, you know, I love talking to these experts who know more than I know about their field because I get to work with them. And then I, I come out of it a better version of myself, bigger, faster, stronger. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm looking at it like, uh, a relationship and a long-term investment. So, yeah. So what I'm hearing, this is just more, this is not transactional for you. This is strategic, like your partners. And that's why working with you is different. And that's probably why you get such different results for your clients that you, 
the marketing yeah, pieces I mean, you create are so much more effective because you're truly partners. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and, and the thing is I've learned it over, over the years, some of the lessons I learned in, in my process and other lessons I've learned the hard way, um, like anybody else, just trial and error and then being around just high level, intelligent businessmen and women and experts in their field. I've, I've, like I said, I've been able to learn from them. And I remember at one point learning something that I've never forgot. And, and it goes into the conversation we're having now. And they said, always put the relationship before the transaction. Mm -hmm. Always. And so that's an intention I set regardless of, of the goal, you know, in some, in some points of my career, money was important. I needed a job to pay my bills or yes. get to the next investment that We've I was going to make there. in my business. <laughs> we were all, yeah. So it's a constant thing of like, you're trying to be centered and be connected in a relationship, but, but the transaction and the money's on your mind because of your personal situation. And I feel like I, I had to work at that to shift it and set the intention prior. And, and if you create a great relationship and you make a quality product, you don't have to worry about the money. The money just happens and it comes and the referrals come and it ha they happen. And so I just focus on that. I focus on connecting and making a great relationship occur where people you know want to work with mm -hmm. you. And then I, I focus on making a great product and I let all that speak for itself. You know, when you've been doing this at the level that I, I, I'm at, what you find is that there's a lot of other great, talented, creative people out there that make, that do great work. Yes. So you, you can't just push your ego on people and act like I'm the best, I'm the best. The facts are the facts. In every industry, there's great people doing what you do. Mm -hmm. So what's the differentiator, right? The, differenti the differentiator is yourself. Is, and so I look at it like they can make a product, but they can't be me. And the me is the one who's interacting with the client, who's focusing on that relationship and the uniqueness mm -hmm. of it, the, the, the love and the connection of it, but also the experience. So when I'm working with people, I'm trying to think about um, what the experience is going to be that's going to make separate me from the next uh, um, filmmaker. So they're going, well, I can work, I can work with them, or I can work with Todd and Inspiro Studio and his team, and like they both do great work. Yes. But what what's the difference? They're like, you know what? I love the experience working with Inspiro because they put so much into that relationship and, and the, the process mm -hmm. and the experience of getting the high level results that that's what keep, keeps people coming back. Yeah, it's just more and, fun. And it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, fun's part of it. Professionalism's yep. part of it. Um, I'm, you get to know me, you realize I, I have some perfectionist, uh, obsessive qualities that I've learned to manage over, over my career, but they, they are my gift and my curse, right? So I'm always looking at the details. I'm always expecting the best out of myself and my team. And when clients get around that, they see that we're doing that for them. We're doing that for their product. Mm -hmm. And I think they like that, you know? And, and, and so you, you want to have fun. You don't want to get, uh, you know, crazy town on things that don't really matter. Um, but I think I have a pretty clear understanding of what matters and what doesn't and where we need to push and where we need to be like, you know what, that that's could have been better, but it doesn't matter. It's not going to affect conversions or we can change that next time. And let's, uh, let's stay positive. Right. Let me ask you for someone who's shifting their mindset into, okay, this feels like an investment that I need to make and I'm ready to make. Well, what does it look like to get started? How about 
what questions would you ask somebody? Like, what would you expect them to know or try to get out of them when you're starting the process of building uh, a sizzle reel for them to sell their next event? Yeah. So, so quickly in our initial general conversations, I, I can already tell and feel kind of where people are, are at. And, you know, my goal is to meet them at that place. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to tell them, oh, well, you need this, this, and this, and this before you can even talk to me or, or, or do anything. I'm always looking at the potential of the person the potential of the product or service. Mm -hmm. And if I have a, if I see it, if I feel it and I have a vision for it, then I, I will meet them where they're at because I have, I have come in on people that have had 20, 30 years of high level success and they want me to come in and, and deliver the home run and money's not an object and they don't even talk about money. They just say, let's get yep. it done. And then I've, I've worked all the way with startups where people are kind of, um, taking their first step towards success or they're in the middle of the development of an idea, but I can see that they're a great mm -hmm. person. They have a great idea. And that's what really got me into this world of, of, of for myself. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I'm a creative entrepreneur. Yep. Since I was 15 years old, I always wanted to do my own thing. So whenever, uh, you know, now that I'm much older, Whenever I, I meet people who are in that space, it lights me yeah. up because I know exactly what it feels like. I have the passion for it and it doesn't bother me at all because I know we're going to succeed and I know they're going to hit their goals and make their money and they're going to be able to afford whatever they want. And then a, a sizzle reel or a video or, you know, content creation is really like low hanging fruit for them because they're, they're already looking at, you know, new homes and cars and, and, you know, reinvesting in their business because they're going to do something like this, a podcast or a studio mm -hmm. or a new product line or a campaign. So, so I, I just try to get, you know, get with them where they're at, meet them there, and then use my experience to say, you know, what I see from where you're at, this is what the next move mm -hmm. is, and this is how I can help you. Um, or if they don't agree or they feel like there's still a gap between us, we leave the bridge intact and the space open to revisit and, and meet up at another point when maybe things are more aligned. But, you know, one-off jobs for me now, um, unless they're just, you know, a, a, a massive, um, um, a massive, um, goal or like a, you know, something that's just a really big project that, that, could, that could last over mm -hmm. time uh, or, or the production and the pre-production is going to take a lot of time to do. You know, those are fun for me. But if they're just like, you know, a one-off little, hey, do this for me and I want, I want a deal and I want, I don't want to pay this and I, I, I but I want to, they spend, you know, hours talking about themselves and like all the things they want and what they're going to get and all the money they're going to make. I'm, I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. I, I just kind of like graciously um, say no or offer them a referral or just be honest about not being in alignment because I can tell that that's not the mindset that I've seen in, in the successful clients mm -hmm. I've already worked with. So I, I just, it doesn't, I don't get, I don't take it personal or I don't get offended by it. I just, it doesn't, excite me. So when you're having that initial meeting with them, does it matter if it's a mastermind or a conference that they're selling? Or I, I'm wondering if people think that my event needs to look a certain way before I could have you come film it. I make whatever look mm. good. So I mean, that's not just blowing smoke. That's just what what you're supposed to do as a creator is make any situation look bigger and better than mm. it is, you know? So if you've got a room of, of 50 people, right, that, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's, a, that's a mastermind or even 25, but you're in a room that holds 500, yeah. that doesn't look so right. good. <laughs> so you don't show the empty space. You, you, you use techniques that, that 
are only focusing on the action mm-hmm. and the and what is happening that people want to see. I mean, you just kind of work around it, you know, uh, from the composition of your shots and the coverage to the lighting and the set design and the things like that. So, you know, there's the truth is these days there's no excuse to not create content anywhere. You've got people. I'm not going to say kids or amateurs or whatever, but you have people creating content with nothing but a phone and nothing but themselves and them and their energy and they are attracting thousands and some cases millions of people around the world that want to see what they're going to do next. I was just watching a video yesterday of someone with a jump rope. And I was like, wow, that's, I want to watch, this is interesting and this is fun. And this is like, it's got a vibe and they're stylish and they got, they got the music and whatever. And then I looked at their following and it was like hundreds of thousands of people are watching this person jump a jump rope. And then I saw that they have courses on how to jump rope and how to do these moves. And, and I was like, they're right there. And I bet that person is creating all their own content. So I'm not saying that you have to always hire someone, but I am saying that video is, is the, the, the most powerful thing right now to use in marketing in in generating engagement, like, hands down. I mean, it's facts. More people are watching video and using video than any other um, form. So you're saying that we don't have to have a certain type of event or a certain size of event in order to get started. Well, okay. So I want to jump on this right now because now we're tapping into like where I usually go with clients, which is more of the psychology. When you start talking like that, you're immediately limiting any possibilities. You're putting a box around what's even the potential because the difference between success and not success is belief. Mm -hmm. I have seen amazing people with amazing ideas that don't believe in it. And it, it just, people can feel Mm -hmm. that and it, and it, it lands flat and it doesn't go anywhere. And then I've seen people who have basic ideas with knowledge, a knowledge base that is common and, and everywhere, but they are on fire. They believe mm-hmm. in it. They are pushing it. They are attracting people. They are selling it. They are, they are drawing people into their world. And I, I find it, I find that range of, of scenario, like super fascinating. Um, not just for other people, but I, I, I even look at it in myself and my own business, you know, um, there's things that I think about doing that I do for other people. And then the minute I want to, you know, make it happen, I get the mm. nerves and I go, Oh no, what are they going to yes. think? And Oh no, imposter syndrome. And, you know, maybe it's better if I'm just behind the camera or mm-hmm. we're just, you know, I'm just going to work on their stuff, you know, forget my stuff, you know, but I know that's the wrong decision. I know I'm failing myself at times when I, when I think like that. So when, when you start saying I need, should I have this size? I, I don't believe in any of that. You should go. It's go time. It's like do it now and and pull your future self closer yes. to to reality. Build a relationship with your f- future self that that you love instead of putting up walls and fighting with yourself all the time saying, I can't do this because of that and this is not ready yet whatever. And, and, and I'm going to say one more thing on it is that I've made the same mistake Mm -hmm. that that I, that I ended up learning in this process of, of, you know, the perfectionist thing can, can paralyze you, you know, uh, what there's a saying with that, like perfectionism creates paralysis or whatever it is. I, I forget what the actual thing is. But it's it's a true it's a true statement, and the minute you start overthinking, you, you, you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself. You got to lead from from like your heart space of like 
I want community. I want to share my idea or my ideas. I want to help people. I'm not selling anything. I'm sharing an opportunity, you know, and if you want the opportunity, I'm here for you. If you don't, awesome. I'm still here for you. Like when you have that, it's just a totally different way of looking at things and you can't or you shouldn't um, look on the, the, spe the, the, the specifications and the parameters of things of you got to have this to have that or you need this size. You know, all that is is over analysis. It's just it's like just get to it. And so I uh, what I'm hearing is the time to get to it <laughs> in your words is I have a vision for where I'm going with this brand, with this event. And as long as I have that vision and a little of that belief, that's the right time to come and share it with you and start creating version one of the marketing materials, the video marketing materials. And if, would you say that's true? Absolutely. Okay. You mean, you, you said it right there, which is if you have an idea and you want to share it and you, you have a very strong belief and desire that, that it's something that is going to benefit the world, you got to believe and have more faith that, that your ideal client, um, you know, or the public is more intelligent than most people think it is. They can sense it. They just know. Have you ever been around someone where you're just like, wow, I can see this thing. And my mind is like going off with ideas because this person is amazing. Yeah. And, I don't care what they're doing. I want to be around it. I want to be a part of it. I've had a, I've had that happen a couple of times actually in the last couple of weeks, and and one of one of them the people even said, "Well, it's it's okay. You can borrow some of my belief in you until you have enough of your own." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I love that." Well, totally. So and then and you and oh wait, I I was gonna say too that with that. Um, everything's going to grow. It's going to grow. It's going to grow. It's kind of like, look at the, you know, as a, as a metaphor, like look at the evolution of the car, you mm -hmm. know, like look at what we're driving now, but look at where it started. But did the, but did the car in the 1950s do the same job? Did it get you from A to B? Mm -hmm. It did. But so, so the concept was always there. Always, but the evolution of it needed to happen through a process and through mm -hmm. time, right? So, so everybody has to understand that with whatever it is they're doing. If you if you um, put yourself so far out of the vision, and you're like, oh, I can't, you know, I'm so far from what I really want this to be, you're never going to take that first step. You just, you're just going to freak yourself out, you know, um, you've got to take, you got to be where you're at with your idea. You got to take, do the first iteration of it. And then you already know that the, the belief and the passion for what it is you're creating is, is there and you're going to work on all these things. So when people say, oh, well, it needs this or it needs that, or you need to, you're like, tell me. I know I, I, I'm, this is a, what I already know. And I want, uh, new ideas. Mm -hmm. I want everybody to invest and, and share and see what I'm doing because it's going to make it better, right. you know? So, so let's yeah. say, let's say I'm already good. Uh, I'm busy. I'm running a seven figure business and I know it's time to get a new, sizzle reel made what is required of me because my time's super valuable in order to get one of these made 
Yeah, all that's required is, you know, well, you know, my company has like a creative brief mm -hmm. that I, you know, if we're making something at a high level, I'll send it over to the client to fill out. And it's got all the pertinent information that I would need for details, everything from branding to, to company mission to pro, uh, project and the pro, project mission and what it's what's the goal of and the end result of what we're trying to achieve with it to um, any assets and materials you already have or, or what do we need to create um, that we don't have. Um, so if if they're not quite there and, it, and that's just, you know, 90% of that's not going to get filled out, then I kind of just, uh, again, meet them where they're at and ask them what they have. You need, uh, they, they either have an archive of, you know, footage or materials uh, that they already have created from up to the point they're at that could be used in a video. They do need to sit down. You know, I would suggest sitting down and identifying and brainstorming with yourself and identifying, um, you know, what your objectives are and also like, what is your brand identity? Mm. What is what is the ideal market for the product, you know, so that when we have a conversation, you're, you're just helping me understand the vision of what you want. And then I can take that and, and run with it from, from, from that point and add on. So you need to either create some assets you don't already have, or, or you need to, um, talk to me about creating something that would, that would help in the process, you know, it, it, it just varies on, on where people are at. Yeah. It's, Cause I imagine that that conversation about what the brand is about, what the product is, that kind of thing really helps inform your shot list so that when you're at their event, you're capturing the angles and moments that will tell the story that they need to tell. Yeah, absolutely. Like I've, I've made the mistake in the past and even recently where what you're actually shooting is, is, is what's happening, mm -hmm. but it's not the way we want to market sure. the product. Yeah. So you actually have to have the idea in your, in, in your mind of, and, and be able to clearly separate from what's happening to how, how we're going to market this, you know, because in every event, there's things that happen that for a cameraman, it's like, boom, I'm shooting that. That's yeah. cool. I'm getting that. I'm getting that. But if it's not ideal for where they want to go with the product, they're just going to tell you, yeah, we don't want to show yep. that. We don't want people to see that. It's not really, you know, something that we're looking to get more of, you know, because that you want to, you want to market what you want to attract yes. more of. Yes. And you know what I'm saying? and and don't show and don't market what you want to do left because you're you're shaping your business as you as you evolve so therefore your marketing has to have that in mind you know let's let's shape it for the company or the product success that we want to have where we're going not that makes that three sense. to five year yeah, vision where let's we're have going that in mind yeah because like you said you might not be where you're currently mm -hmm. at you know um, so there's, there's a, there's a very distinct difference a lot of times. So the conversations we have will dive into that. But, but what I have found is with the access to information and the elevated intellectual levels of most business people mm -hmm. these days, this whole brand conversation and this entrepreneur space is pretty common knowledge stuff like at least at the base level and most people I talk to are already knee deep in these conversations with themselves right. and their business and their partners so they they understand what you're talking about it's it's not like you know 20 years ago or even in different industries right now but I think in this expert thought leader influencer space people are pretty dialed in on who are you serving? yeah they're dialed in it's taught to them you know, early on in the, in, in a lot of the marketing spaces that they're, that they're, they're in, um, you can get the knowledge through the, the, the products and the service and the campaigns, but 
that are out there or even on YouTube. You know, YouTube's become this whole DIY space. Anything you want to know, you just kind of watch a video on it and next thing you know, you're, you know it. The information age that we're in, a lot of the basic stuff is common yes. knowledge. That's that's what I'm saying. So I'm usually speaking to very intelligent people that either already have success or they're just smart and they get it and they're they're ready to run and they don't want to work for people anymore. They want to do their own thing. So they're right. ready to go. And and we're 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 in there, you know. So if someone's listening right now and they're thinking like, okay, uh, Todd sounds like a pretty cool dude and I would have to say they're right in thinking that and they want to work with you. What's the best way to get in touch with Inspiro Studios? We have a general inbox at info at inspirostudio.com. You can inquire there as Perfect. well. I'll link all that up in the show notes. Okay, cool. And, and I will respond to anybody that's uh, reaching out that wants to talk about their ideas. doesn't matter where you're at. I'm open to talking and seeing what we can do together and what we can create. Oh, I love that. Help you succeed. Todd, I feel like we could talk all day. <laughs> I have like half a dozen questions I didn't even get to. Uh, this has been so fun. And I know this will be the first of many conversations on the podcast. I have a hunch about that. I'm grateful that you shared information about Sizzle Reels today. I know that it's going to help some people who are on the fence and finally hopefully push them over and be like, okay, it's time right now. <laughs> so thank you for coming on today. This yeah. has been so fun. Thank you. It was awesome. I love working with you. I love uh, what you do. And everybody should know that you are a master of your craft. And if they're not working with you, they should be. Um, because you've definitely helped uh, produce a lot of great um, projects that I've been involved with. So thank you. Thank you for everything you do. And yeah, I would say to anybody, anybody watching, you just are listening. You just you gotta you gotta dive in. You gotta go for it. The difference between you and the person next to you is going to be grounded in belief. And if belief is your issue then there's, there's the first place you need to start putting time and effort into personal development, into confidence building, into, into growth on any level. And um, that, that will be the seed you plant in yourself that'll help great things happen. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. It's reminding me of this Instagram post I saw this week and someone showed a picture of their event from their first event from two years ago and then the event they just had and the first one was like 25 people and this one was like 250 people and it was just this post of gratitude of kind of they had the belief at the beginning like they knew that this could become something great and they're still even shocked at how fast the growth went and still they have such big dreams for where they're going and they're just so darn excited about it. And I, I think I, I just, I know this is play such a huge role in that. I, there are events where I have watched the sizzle reel and I have already decided I'm going and I know it's not this year. I know it's not this event, but they've already sold me for the next one or the one two years now or three years from now. It, it's they're that good. They're that powerful. It like puts me in the mindset that I need to be in there and I need to feed off of that energy. And I'm grateful that there's talented people like you who are able to make those because getting in the room changes people's yeah. lives. Yeah. And I, I, I'm sitting here talking you know, about all my, my, my knowledge and experience of what I do, but I'm the same as anybody else. I've, I've made mistakes. I've not done my best work. I've had clients tell me we didn't quite do it. We didn't quite hit it. And I've, I've had to eat it. I've had to eat the humble pie and, and, and get back to work and get back on the horse and get after it, you know, and there's nothing worse than having someone say they, they, that they didn't like the work or you messed up or mm -hmm. whatever, but I was trying and I was fully committed and that just helped me more. 
I learned more from it. I jumped back on. I got back after it, and I I write I write the wrongs. I I up level my skills, my gear, uh, my effort, my preparation, because I don't ever want to hear that ever again. You know, so that's the mindset you have to have. That um, what's the the sports saying is there's there's uh, there's no L's. There's just learning. Oh right? yeah, you take totally. a loss, you just and learn. that that's just a winning yeah. mindset that you have right there. That's why I want to work with you. Todd, thank you so much for being here. Make it an outstanding rest of the day. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Green Room Central podcast. If you loved this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it to Instagram and be sure to tag at Sarah Faithler and let me know why you liked it and what you'd like to hear or who you'd like to hear from in the future. That'll help me know what to create for you. The number one thing I'm asked by CEOs, whether it's their first event or their 20th, is Sarah, how do I get more butts in seats? And so I put together a guide for you. Head over to fillingevents.com for your free copy of 107 Ways to Fill Your Event. I want to help you quickly master event marketing for your events, even if you've never done it before. I've scoured the online business world and found 107 of my favorite strategies working right now to fill your next in-person or virtual event. Create the event promotion plan you need from these easy to implement customizable strategies for free over at fillingevents.com. I appreciate your commitment to leveling up and learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep going, keep learning. If you want more, head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode.